Good morning, everyone. How's it going, Mike? Nolan, Shinobi, Mark, how are you guys all doing? Let's get sued. Let's get sued. Let's get sued. I, I love life more than ever. Love life more than ever. Happy to be here. Happy to talk about this uh, interesting morning for sure. Thanks for uh, being here, everybody. Just a wonderful morning to uh, uh, get sued by the Federal Reserve. Um, and if we could also invite uh, 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 Zach Shapiro up here to speak. Uh, He's the the lawyer who's helping us with this with this wonderful case that came to us this week. Yep, I'll uh, I'll add him, or if you could request, that'd be great. I'll look for him. I almost did it, guys. I I I held myself back. I didn't do it, but I almost did it. We'll just let the listeners have no idea what I'm talking about. So I think it would be good to to kick this off. I know all this news just happened. Uh, 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 we just dropped this news about thirty minutes ago. Uh, for those of you who are who are wondering, we we did receive a cease and desist uh, letter from the Federal Reserve because of our clothing and content that we had uh, for our FedNow, uh, which we decided to um, <clears throat> turn into merchandise. And uh, it was our critique on the surveillance state of the FedNow product. They are not too happy with us. And uh, once again, they issued. They issued this um, cease and desist. Uh, we've just responded to the cease and desist last night, and we're going public with it now. So we just felt like it would be great to share that with everybody, the story uh, behind it, what's going on, why we're doing it, and uh, to hear maybe some suggestions from everyone else of some what other wonderful clothing we can have to, to make sure that the Federal Reserve knows what we're all about. So we'd love to, uh, if it's okay, Zach, we'd love to have you, you tell everyone what actually legally is happening right now before we jump into the conversation. Zach, uh, I don't know if you forgot to unmute, but uh, you're up on stage now and you're still muted. Gotta love the stability of spaces. <laughs> well, it's good because all lawyers always tell you not to say anything at all times. So he's just practicing proper legal tactics. Oh, sorry. Can, can you all hear me? We can hear you now. Yep. Yes. Now we can hear you. Um, <clears throat> I'm a half lawyer, so I can give a bit of legal context. Uh, by half lawyer, I mean I went to law school and worked in the field and have a basic literacy in what's going on, but I was not really a lawyer, um, didn't write any bar or anything like that. But I've been applying this to our field for quite a while. And what's neat about this case, to me anyway, is that, of course, Bitcoin Magazine started particularly as a technical magazine to explain the engineering behind the Bitcoin network. Um, of course, it branched out into Wall Street and macroeconomics and politics, but at its core, it remains a technical magazine. And then imagine that, that satirical criticism of an engineering network is enough to bring about this type of, of case, which is fun because, you know, you've got the specter in America right now of the Missouri versus Biden case, which is about 
um, uh, First Amendment rights being abridged by private by private companies being uh, forced and leveraged by the government to do what they can't do, right? Which is to censor Americans. So we saw that with the Twitter files and other cases. So what's neat about this is that it, it sort of fits squarely in there, except for the Federal Reserve, of course, is not part of the government. So that's a, a huge literacy opportunity that we have with this case to show that these are, you know, the, what, what the nature of this entity really is. And it's just such a sign of weakness, which is great. Like, who doesn't love this kind of weakness? Uh, it's hilarious. It's pure clown world. It fits exactly in the theme of it's, it's as absurd for them to be critiquing an engineering magazine as it is to say that Joe Biden is the leader of the free world. It's as, as hilarious as that. So it's a, a big opportunity, I think, for everyone. That. That, that's true. Uh, Zach, I think Zach uh, uh, is able to be out of whatever bubble and be able to speak now. So Zach would love as as our legal counsel for this to to describe what's going on, if, it, if the phone works. Yeah, sure thing. Can, can you hear me OK now? Yep. Great. So, uh, look, because this is an ongoing thing, there's a, a limited amount I can say. But, uh, you know, as Mike mentioned, Bitcoin magazine received this cease and desist on October 27th. Uh, and I just want to read one line from the cease and desist that I think sort of captures the absurdity of this whole situation. So direct quote here, Bitcoin magazine's use of the FedNow mark in this manner is likely to cause confusion, mistakes, or deception. Consumers are likely to believe that the gear is associated with, affiliated with, or endorsed by the Federal Reserve when no such association or relationship exists between the Federal Reserve and Bitcoin magazine. And look, the idea that the Fed is making an allegation that Bitcoin Magazine, of all institutions, is misleading its customers into thinking it has a buddy-buddy licensing relationship with the Fed. You know, look, either this is a sort of weird, desperate act, or, you know, if you're acting more cynically, this is, I think, a, a chilling matter in terms of free speech, right? Bitcoin Magazine exists in large part for the purpose of political and cultural criticism, you know, especially of the Fed. And the idea that, you know, a deputy GC there would come out uh, and make these types of legal threats, uh, I think is really unfortunate to see. Thank you for that, Zach. And, and thank you once again for, for stepping in and helping us this week as, as we went went through this. Obviously, we also look at this as a, <clears throat> and, and as Nolan mentioned, a great opportunity for us to get the message out there. Uh, describe why we why we have concerns about uh, FedNow as as a service itself, um, and on the surveillance side of it, and and the security side. And you know, uh, uh, I think you know, Mr. Odell would love for you to even share a little bit about maybe your opinions on on the FedNow financial service and and why we as Bitcoiners should be very uh, uh, nervous about that and trying to inform the public. Talk to Fed. Um... This is my first time on Twitter and since August. Uh, but uh, our boy Rizzo reached out to me yesterday, said this was going down. And uh, it seems incredibly important. So I made sure to make it. Um, I uh, look like what, what the Fed wants to do, what governments around the world want to do is they want to transition us to a fully digital system that is completely surveilled and controlled. Um, if they have their way, every transaction you make 
uh, can be easily censored, can be easily tracked, can be used against you at will. Uh, that's incredibly dystopian. Um, Bitcoin shows a brighter path, you know, a path where uh, we have money that doesn't rely on trust on any individual institution or entity. Um, yeah, so, so, so this is an incredibly important aspect of the Bitcoin mission. But then furthermore, the idea that free speech um, can be trampled on in America is a scary reality. And it's important that uh, Bitcoin Magazine fights this case and then you guys have my full support. Well, thank, thank you for getting off your hiatus uh, uh, for Twitter to jump on and, and join us. We really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Odell. It's great, great to, uh, you know, sorry you have to come uh, slum it back here on Twitter with us, but uh, it, it's greatly appreciated to see you. Yeah, I think this I told, is a, uh, ooh, go for it. I told Rizzo, I told Rizzo uh, that, of course, I have your back, uh, but there's no shot in hell I'm getting a blue check. So as long as I was allowed to get on the stage without a blue check, I was going to be here. Well, I'm right there with you on the disrespector of the blue check. But yeah, I think just based on, a, you know, jumping off a lot of the things that Odell just said, I mean, this is... Uh, you know, we, we just absolutely cannot be intimidated by uh, this, by the Federal Reserve uh, to not be able to, as a media company, to not make, uh, you know, parody and, com and, and commentary uh, on these, these systems that are being created. And it's exceptionally important uh, for, you know, citizens to be able to, and anybody, but citizens of a, of a country with First Amendment protections to be able to make commentary on political action and infrastructure that's being built um, that has direct effects. Um, you know, I think there is a lot of misunderstanding on what FedNow is. It's not a CBDC, it's an interbank clearing network, but it has incredible implications on the way the monetary system works, the U.S. monetary system, the banking system. Um, and it really, you know, centralizes more and more of, uh, you know, the levers. Merck cut out for anyone else? Yeah, you getting an echo here. That's just the Fed cutting you out. They don't want to, they don't, they want to oh, censor you. Strange like echo there. I apologize. But it really centralizes a lot of the, uh, you know, the levers um, that the Fed can. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Let me. And see, folks, that's the power of self-censorship that uh, that the Fed was trying to put on us, as you can tell here by uh, trying to, to censor Mark being able to speak. Um, look, uh, look, this is fun. We want to have Twitter spaces. We're excited about this. Obviously, one is to showcase what's currently happening uh, uh, when this news when this news gets out, because it can be quite confusing what our plans are for how we plan on to to fight this. This is something that our entire team uh, uh, will, will not stand for. And we will, you know, be able to fight this to whatever ends that that is. Uh, obviously, the Federal Reserve is a big, scary organization, um, but you know, we be we believe we have the right legal uh, position here. And on top of this, you know, I just want to say every good revolution deserves a T-shirt, and the T-shirt itself is an act of rebellion. And so, it might sound funny that with all the content that we've ever produced at Bitcoin Magazine and all, all the conferences and everything else, the Federal Reserve has never said anything. And all of a sudden, they're getting most upset about our T-shirt. So, you know, the T-shirt has always been an item of rebellion. It's always been that of the working class. It was really invented by miners to escape the heat. And when people went off to war, and once again, it's always been a great way to have a political statement of self-expression. So I'm actually kind of proud that of all things that we're going to get the Federal Reserve to pay attention that it came down to a T-shirt.
Um, that is not for me to just hawk t-shirt sales all the time, but um, I, I, I'm right. sure you've already seen what David she Bailey has made awesome. out. A hell of a lot more uh, coming out. I think you know there could be a whole new apparel line uh, just just to just to make sure that the the Federal Reserve is is aware of our opinion. Can you guys hear me? Am I back? Uh, am I am I coming through clear? Yes. Oh man, I apologize for that. The, uh, yes, the Fed the Fed are uh, listening. And I think that's another important aspect of this too, my friends. Is the Federal Reserve legal counsel is reading. Uh, content about Bitcoin magazine or about Bitcoin from Bitcoin magazine. They're reading our commentary. Uh, we went very hard uh, in the withdrawal issue on the regional banking issues that we're having that are, in my opinion, you know, very directly downstream of, of uh, you know, sudden changes in, in Fed policy um, and that they should be very aware and take a lot of responsibility for, you know, putting, uh, you know, Americans kind of in this in this position due to this, you know, government lockdowns, treasury, huge printing, zero uh, percent rates, and then the fastest rate hikes uh, in in the history of of U.S. finance, and um, and it's very strange that you know this is the uh, this is an action being taken uh, at this time when there's so much issue, so much danger, uh, both with runaway debt. And just with, uh, you know, mis mismanaged bond portfolios across the, the banking industry to be taking the time and the money to be uh, harassing, um, you know, people that are trying to make legitimate political commentary on these systems that are being built, the perpetuators of these systems and the implications of these systems. And I think we absolutely, uh, you know, I'm very proud to 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 be a part of this company that wants to push back on this and, and not just, it would, it would have been very easy to just roll over. Uh, and I think going up against the beast here is, is clearly the right move. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we, free speech is so exceptionally important. First amendment protections are incredibly important. Um, and we have every right to make fun of this fucking thing um with uh, an all-seeing eye in in the fed now and 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 really just jabbing at this and in all the ways that we jabbed at it in that issue and, and in another content um across the years you know that that is absolutely our right um not only is it our right uh it's something we should be doing anyway even if it wasn't our right but it is our right um and so we have absolutely every right to 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 continue this uh, commentary, to continue to make, uh, you know, hopefully biting and prudent comment on these infrastructures. Um, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate the support and um, yeah, look forward to, uh, you know, defending our First Amendment protections um, via kind of this uh, pushback here. Thank, thank you very much for that, that breakdown, Mr. Puwell. Uh, it's good to hear from you, Jerome. And, and real quick, I just want to say for everyone who's wondering this, the, you know, this didn't start off as a t-shirt. This was an image we had in obviously our most recent the withdrawal issue. And it just so happens the Fed now, uh, uh, our, our, our logo for it, it happens to be on page 21. So I find that to be quite fitting that that happens to be uh, a page. Maybe it's a sign from the Satoshis that uh, obviously this is one to focus on. But And uh, uh, for those also wondering our last, the Fed hasn't come after us yet because uh, the last page in our in our magazine, we have a mock ad uh, for uh, Fiat and all, uh, because if you look at that FedNow instant payment logo, nothing speaks more than 
uh, failure in government than when the government tries to make a logo for consumers. And it does look like it is a, a horrible prescription logo. You know, Fed now, it says 24-7 with a big, you know, something that's spinning for an O. I mean, this is just the worst graphic design. And I'm sure the government must have spent millions of dollars to have someone say, this is what it should it should do because, you know, 24-7 instant payments. So it, it does look like a really bad nasal spray to help allergies. And we do uh, 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 mock that in, in, in our magazine as well. So uh, we'll hopefully, we always try to, to, to have our, our, our articles in our magazines at some point make it to print. But if you grab yourself a copy, you can see kind of the full force of our opinion on this. Yeah, I also like we invented a really, really neat concept. You see, you take this thing that somebody else made and then you tweak it just a little bit to make fun of it. You know, I, I, it's a, a really, you know, brilliant breakthrough, I think, by Bitcoin Magazine. We're, we're, we're blazing the legal trail here. I mean, I, I do think that it's worth a moment to appreciate that we do have this First Amendment right. And look, as, as Bitcoiners, we are often rightfully uh, critical of our government and critical of the way that our rights get applied or don't apply. But it's great that we live in a country where this type of parity is legally protected, even if people forget that sometimes. And, you know, you don't get thrown in jail for doing a Winnie the Pooh cartoon. But, but you do, Zach. People have been. I mean, there's people who did memes for the election that are in jail now. I mean, we don't have freedom of speech. You can say we have it. But that's what I think is great about this case. You know, people have a tendency to see Bitcoin as like just this engineering project. No, it's real and now and happening. And to focus the attention on what we've already lost, like it is late in the game. I continue to have a very accelerated Bitcoin timeline because, because of these reasons. We can't live with these systems for much longer. We're not going to be able to make it. So um, when you see a case like this and it really focuses attention on the things we've lost, we're trying to get back freedom of speech. We're not defending it. It's long gone. Forget it. Totally algorithmically wiped away by dopamine dealers and all these other psychopaths running the internet. So this is our chance. Like we, This will squarely put Bitcoin into the 2024 conversations. This is the same kind of censorship that's been going on across government and every level. And that we're participating in is a great thing. I think it's hilarious. It, it, like we have to thank the God of the simulation for this because this couldn't be better. This is a great opportunity to really um, um, <clears throat> show that Bitcoin is not a 2060 plan to maybe save capitalism. It's literally now or never. And uh, this puts us front stage in the 2024 election, as far as I'm concerned, or at least as to the narrative around World War III really being about individual rights versus governments and all these other things. So this is great. This is, this is fun. I mean, this is why we're here. Freedom of speech is long gone. We got to get it back. It's not long gone, my friend. It never left. Free speech is up to you to use it and stress it and stress test it and push the limits of it. Uh, they can write and they can they can write cease and desist letters and do anything they want. Uh, but uh, we have the right to talk um, and make commentary of anything, regardless of anything. Um, that is absolutely well within our rights, uh, or, or, or not rights, but well within our, 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 our being as, as beings to, to, to make commentary. That's what we do. We're social creatures. We're meant to do that. 
Um, so free speech has never gone anywhere. People are just trying to make you uh, think that it has uh, and threaten you with with just ridiculous precedent. Um, and we need to reject that at all costs. Um, and we need to do it now. And by the way, I want to say that's what makes a print magazine so great. The digital overlords, you know, they can try to censor us and remove things. But I look at every time we print this magazine and these art and this article, which you will find in our magazine, these are just nodes that we just distribute everywhere. So once again, those stories will will survive. Obviously, we have digital part of it, but you know, that's the best thing about having it in print. You know, they can't get rid of them all. So unless they want to start burning books everywhere, they won't be able to stop us. I just can't take this this situation seriously on any level. Like this is just such a ridiculous joke. <laughs> It's what makes it perfect. It's hilarious. It, 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 you know, it, <clears throat> there's two things. We have to take it seriously because it is the Federal Reserve. And unfortunately, they have unlimited resources for when they want to bully um, and try to control things. But obviously, what makes it so comical and, and right up our alley is that this is what they, they want to go to, you know, battle with us about, um, about a T-shirt. Um, so this is a battle that we're willing to 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 fight, but I would like to just let um, for for every all of our uh, uh, people who support us, and then all the people who don't support us that are listening, we are going to take this as seriously as humanly possible and be funny and laugh about it the entire time. But don't let our laughter not you know disguise the fact of of how important this is and why we're making this such a serious fight because this is not one we will lose. Um, this is what, what, something that we will continue to, to push. And um, even though it's taking our attention away when we should be putting it on other things, we think that this is uh, uh, the opportunity to have the the conversational battle we've always wanted to have with them. I think you've got taking it, it seriously for me, Mike. I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to lean on you for that one. Good. And I want you to call us out every time I take it too seriously. So you got to put that troll in there. I can do that. And speaking of trolling, uh, for those of you interested, the amount of trolling that we're now going to be able to do with the Federal Reserve, we're very excited about. So we are packing up uh, uh, boxes galore of all of our magazines and issues, and we'll be sending those uh, to the Federal Reserve and also to all their privately held companies and weird branches that are all along the states. So um, um, you'll, you'll be seeing thank you for all of your hard work and, and support of our, of our magazine, especially our subscribers. You know, I feel like, you know, you too. Uh, 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 for for ten dollars a month can feed the people at the Federal Reserve with some information on Bitcoin. So we might do a Sally Struthers uh, uh, commercial about how you can help inform those struggling at the Fed about what the future monetary policy should be. See, it's like how how are you, how do you expect me to take that seriously? Like, like how, how can I treat this like a serious situation? It is as absolutely serious. I mean, when I look at all of our magazines, these are weapons, right? These this is information that we get to share that you get to hand someone. People take it a lot more seriously when something's in print, right? It doesn't just get lost in digital. So you know, these boxes getting sent out. I mean, like it's fun to in the middle. You know, last night talk to our warehouse and be like, here's the addresses. Start packing. Um, you know, I feel like we're deploying, you know, the uh, the 82nd. Yeah, I mean, look, there is an element of this that's absurd here, right? The allegation that's being made is that the customers who are buying stuff on Bitcoin Magazine's website are going to think that there is some endorsement or relationship with the Fed that isn't there. And that that is literally a, a silly thing to suggest. On the other hand, though, there is a serious part of this, which is, you know, trying to silence someone who is undergoing political critique of you. And, you know, if this had worked, 
if Bitcoin Magazine had just rolled over on this, that is the type of actual serious chilling of free speech that we need to be really concerned about, right? And so sometimes, you know, the absurd and the serious sort of bump into each other like this. And also, I, I just say, want to throw the offer out there, Mike. Um, I can hand deliver um, anything to the, the Chicago branch uh, if, if you'd be uh, amenable to that. So to what Zach said, by the way, like I think it needs to be stated here that most publications would roll over. Like Bitcoin magazines, like a particularly breed of crazy to actually fight all of these type of things. Um, so I don't think people should take that for granted. Like most, most publications would just completely roll over. Uh, the Fed would get exactly what it wants, which is no criticism published about them. Um, and we'd all be worse off for it. So kudos to all you guys for fighting it. A lot of respect there. I mean, what choice do we really have, Odell? You know, I mean, I, I definitely appreciate the sentiment, but I mean, this is what, what the fuck are we doing here if we're going to let uh, the Federal Reserve bully us around and push us around and, and not let citizens make commentary uh, on their infrastructure? You know, like, what, what are we what are we all doing here as Bitcoiners? Um, you know, what, what's the point of this entire thing if we're just going to let us get rolled over, you know? The, the Fed is right. literally just like some artists on the internet make fun of us, make them stop. Damn fucking right, Mark. I never had a doubt. By the way, Mike, uh, I'm sure you'd like this. I'm staying at an Airbnb with the fam, and I walked in, and on the coffee table is the gatekeeper's issue. Yes, perfect. Well, I am at that. Uh, I, and you know, I think you bring up a good point, which is not every media company would do this. And, you know, I've in the past that uh, I've always been willing to fight. And what I saw actually was kind of chilling was the, the HODL not trial. You know, when we, when we were going to cover uh, what was happening with Craig Wright, there were a series of, and in the crypto media space that were unwilling to cover this, that did not want to talk about it, that had internally in their company that this should not be brought because they had a slight fear of someone that could potentially take them to uh, a legal action, even when they were well within their means doing the right thing because they were that afraid. And we've seen what the chilling effect is when someone is just always willing to threaten to sue that you're, you know, you're not, you know, uh, 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 what that does uh, to me. So I, I always, um, I, you know, I believed in, in Bitcoiners. I believed in the freedom of speech is kind of why, why I was always became a Bitcoiner. But you know, I saw other crypto companies that had a big voice and should have been able to help in that case, you know, be silent. And that scared me because I don't know if, you know, if this came to someone else uh, and the, and maybe the Fed thinks that they can do this because they've been able to to force other media companies in our space to, to, to be silenced. Maybe they thought we'd be like that. And now they know we're not. This is going to be so much fun. And I'd like to thank David Belly, our CEO, for being willing to finance this. So thank you, David. I uh, want to point out that we don't take that for granted. So as fun as it might be for us, uh, there's also financial ramifications uh, 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 for him. Um, yes, but, but Mike, you, you, can, you can go ahead and take things seriously for me so that I can treat this like a joke. <laughs> you just keep making good content that people read and you can do whatever you want. Sounds good. Do you think it makes sense to do another little run through of kind of like what the hell is actually happening here and, and why this this kind of came up? Um, I know I think we got up significantly more people in here, I think, than, than we did at the beginning. Um, well, last week, uh, we got an email from uh, the uh, Federal Reserve Financial Services Deputy General Counsel. 
that was uh, basically accusing us of uh, copyright infringement um, for a, a line of merchandise that we did um, that was mocking, directly mocking uh, and making commentary on the FedNow interbank clearing system uh, infrastructure that went live in July. Um, we obviously, you know, vehemently deny this and we are merely, uh, you know, using our First Amendment protected uh, rights to make absolute, you know, total legal parity uh, of the Federal Reserve. Um, and a big part of their claim was also that we would be somehow creating uh, this like false um, association between the Federal Reserve um, and Bitcoin magazine. Um as well as commentary that the Federal Reserve has spent a long time um, building up substantial goodwill um, in regards to their FedNow product um, and their Fed policy, and that um, this association or attempted association, as they're as they're claiming, um, would would be kind of working against that. Um, and so, of course, you know, we we took some time to think about it, but. We didn't really, uh, you know, I think mentally we were there from the get go to be like, this is absolutely ridiculous. This is, of course, um, you know, parody and and we have every right to, you know, make commentary on these things. And then, uh, you know, uh, earlier today, um, you know, we made our, our formal open response here. Um, we have Zach on the line here, who is our uh, legal counsel for this, um, you know, defense of free speech uh protected uh parody um i don't know if you want to make another comment zach um and just kind of maybe in any fill in any little things that i missed here but um yeah you coming through zach uh can you hear me right yep yep awesome i, I missed what you last said oh great well i was just uh curious if you wanted to uh, uh fill in uh if there any any other points that i missed there in, in regards to the the uh the legal needs here um just kind of giving everybody a little update for people that have joined I link think, uh on the premise of this totally got it here i think the two main points to make are one the assertion that bitcoin magazine is confusing its consumers who are buying this apparel that they have a relationship or endorsement by the fed is you know, ridiculous to the point of being actually genuinely funny. Uh, and the idea, you know, whether or not the Fed lawyers realize this, uh, that the right response here is to say, don't have any of this gear that's parodying us and don't express these types of critical positions is troubling to see, you know, uh, the Fed is not literally a government agency, but they have the backing of government. I think that raises really important First Amendment concerns. And if that type of behavior is allowed to just run unchecked, that's really chilling to our free speech rights in the United States. And Zach, once again, we we appreciate you uh, uh, stepping in. Um, and 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 what is the name of your your law firm again? Just so everyone knows. And I think your background uh, in this space is important because we want to make sure we not only I think you're one of the best lawyers out there, but a lawyer who's been fighting in this space uh, 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 is important to us as well. For sure. Thanks. Yeah, my my firm is called Rains LLP. Our website is rains.law. Uh, R-A-I-N-S. Um, we're a startup mostly in the transactional space, um, but we work with a lot of Bitcoin-focused startups, right? And, you know, I'm, in addition to being a lawyer who specializes in company formation, corporate law, VC, et cetera, 
uh, I, I'm definitely sort of a diehard Bitcoiner and believer in the mission here. And so I try and work with as many different Bitcoin founders. I think I have more than a, a dozen Bitcoin startups I work with at this point uh, and trying to move the tech and the business models forward. Well, we appreciate you and, and what you do for the industry. And thank you for, for helping us uh, uh, with this case. Truly my pleasure. And Yes, and I, and I know obviously you... you uh, both don't want this to go anywhere legally, uh, and you want them to drop it, and maybe slightly hope that it that it does. So, uh, once again, we're just happy you're a Bitcoiner, and and you really want what's 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 best for Bitcoin. So, we appreciate that. Um, and uh, I can see CKs here, and CK, uh, I, I, you know, CK who helped really build Bitcoin Magazine to what it is now, who's now on his new mission. CK, you're missing out on all the fun of us going through a lawsuit this week. So. We, we miss having you there as a voice of reason and craziness uh, uh, with us, but uh, happy to see you listening in. Yeah, speaking of, do we want to maybe open up the floor and get some folks up here? There he is. There he is. What's up, y'all? Yeah, I, uh, I already missed the shenanigans. Well, they saw that you were, uh, that you, you know, you were gone and they were like, now's the time, you know, they... Uh... They were salivating, waiting. Yeah, uh, kind of, you know, uh, when the the first letter happened, uh, Rizzo gave me a, a call and uh, my jaw just dropped. I could not believe that uh, tactically the Fed uh, had had such a blunder as to uh, as to put this into motion. So I have to say thank you to their incompetence and, uh, you know, kudos to Bitcoin Magazine for uh, for not being scared. Not scared at all. Zero percent scared. This is uh, absolutely something that we need to do. It is totally mission aligned. This is uh, just, I, I, I mean, this is just, I, I even not as a professional thing, as a personal thing. I mean, this is just, I think this is so, so much to the point of what we're doing here. Um, I think that there is a lot of uh, action in the Bitcoin space that is very apologetic to the Federal Reserve or the dollar and a lot of things. And um, I'm, I'm really happy to know that, you know, we're not uh, perpetuating that. And, uh, you know, we're sticking the uh, the flag in the ground here, um, you know, just to, to sort of say, you know, hey, we're not going to be intimidated by, you know, people we I don't want to get defamation here, but people that we really don't respect um, and that have done a lot of damage. Um, to the world and to our country um, and to the working class. And uh, yeah, I, I think um, this is just absolutely the right move um, to continue to make commentary and, and parody merchandise and magazines and, um, you know, to, uh, to, to push back against this just uh, egregious uh, attempt at uh, intimidation and silencing of criticism um, in order to protect what they called uh, an invaluable asset. Uh, I think that's a funny thing in this letter that they sent to us. They literally refer to FedNow as an invaluable asset. Why is it an invaluable asset? What what is this brand that you're protecting? What part of your mandate is uh, telling you that you should go out and take legal action against a media company um, that's making commentary on your quote unquote invaluable assets? Um, this is absolutely something that we should do and we must do and we will. That's how you know you're over the target. 
Also, just for everyone listening in, I mean, one of the things about Bitcoiners, they're smart people and and uh, uh, really dig into things and sometimes maybe super focused. But the other great thing about this is we've just spent the week looking at all of FedNow's uh, trademarks, licenses, images, and really gone down that web, which I think is probably something they don't want us to do. So if you actually look at it, when they actually allowed that trademark to expire because they registered it years prior previously never did anything with it. So now all of a sudden, for all of you smart people out there, you should be sleuthing around to see when did this FedNow service actually start? Look like it was started during the last administration. And why was it put on hold? Why was it all of a sudden now, you know, now, why did it start happening now? And then uh, for all the feds listening in, don't forget, you don't have the trademark on apparel for FedNow. So uh, just want to let you know who's already applied for it. So look forward to having that discussion with you. Um, so once again, you know, now we can actually sit there and take a look at this thing. You have something like, you know, uh, uh, the Fed out of Chicago be the one that has to sit there and supply the complaint, but yet it's on behalf of the Fed. It just goes to show how murky all these organizations are. And now all of a sudden you've given us a, 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 an interest and all of a sudden excitement for us to start rooting through all these things uh, and to kind of really point out what, what ownership is for something that is, you know, they're looking to kind of, you know, what they're, what they're trying to create here. And more importantly, Look, we have a job as Bitcoiners to promote and defend Bitcoin. However, when no one is, you know, there's only been, I don't think that there's been enough content on what's happening with Fed now. If you look at all the announcements that they make, you know, it's it's very much like we're going to add things later. And all of a sudden, everyone's supposed to be okay. They go on the Fed now website. It's a infographic of streets. It like shows a bunch of buildings. It's like, look into a building and see what that means in each topic. And I'm like, well, only the government would say the best way to have a website is to show a surveillance of an entire city and eavesdrop into that building to find out the information you want. I mean, it's absolutely asinine. It looks like a, you know one of those multi-million you know, dollar websites that the Fed contracted out to someone. Uh, 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 but you know, we really need to be, the question is obviously that it's about promoting Bitcoin, but the media is, has shown absolutely no desire to talk about Fed now or look into this. This is extremely scary. I mean, it really does make us nervous over uh, um, at Bitcoin Magazine, um, and it should make other Bitcoiners nervous. But, but really, the mainstream media has done absolutely nothing to to report on this. And this is something I think that we'll continue to report on. We'll we'll, we'll consider be critical about. I mean, any agency that says, "Hey, we're going to add a bunch of new features to our money at a later date for your safety." I mean, this is you know, it feels like uh, it feels like the Patriot Act for money. That you know, we need to be and seriously be critical of, and and look forward to. You know, we have such great people on this, on the spaces. You know, we we have great contributor network. Something that actually CK built out our contributor network. We want to continue to to encourage people uh, and get the right contributors to actually uh, uh, really do their research and 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 report on this because this is something that if the mainstream media is not going to do it, we'll do it. And if we have to sell T-shirts to make it possible, we will. I love it. I mean, we know that the mainstream media is complicit. You know, that's why we have uh, Bitcoin startup media and uh, grassroots media and uh, all the people on the ground doing the real work. So, uh, you know, again, cheers to y'all. And, you know, uh, Zach kind of mentioned this, but how weird is the Fed? Is it a government agency like Fed now is something that all banks have to use and it's going to upgrade our money, but they have a they have a. Uh, you know, theoretically a trademark on it. It's just like, it's a brand. It's just weird. Like the whole situation is kind of weird. So I'm glad that, you know, now there's a reason to ask even more questions. 
Yeah, it is. It is. It is a bit strange. The whole thing, for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely. How do we feel about uh, opening up? We got some friends in the audience. I think uh, would love to come up and uh, and chat here. No, I see. Could, could I see. we? Could we be missing something, guys? Could there actually be Bitcoiners in the Fed that knowingly committed a giant tactical blunder just to help things? Could Could that be going on? It's when you can't tell the difference that it gets interesting. When you can't tell clown world from deliberate uh, activity, you're you're in the you're on the right sense when that's happening, right? Well, hey, well I know I, there's I, some great folks like Rizzo and uh, Nancyus in the audience. I'll let them uh, take my spot, y'all. I'll be listening in, uh, but uh, really interested to see how this unfolds. I, I do think that there's a nice point there, Shinobi, that uh, we kind of talked about uh, a little bit earlier. But uh, I don't know so much about this, uh, you know, a Bitcoiner being there at the Fed. But um, it's obviously true that, you know, they they read our magazines and they uh, take a look at our store and, um, you know, they, they ingest our content to some degree to be able to have even seen this. Right. Um, and I think that definitely speaks to kind of the maturity of you know, the, the Bitcoin media space that, uh, you know, people are actually paying attention to some degree. Um, and, uh, you know, this is going to keep happening if we keep, uh, you know, poking the beast in the eye here, uh, which we will, uh, we commit to doing that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is, this is big time. I mean, this is, uh, you know, we are being read and, uh, and, and, uh, communicated with by the literal federal reserve. Um, it's uh, very interesting times indeed for uh, Bitcoin media, I would say. Absolutely. And, uh, two things on that. If you guys are looking for some information on inside agents inside of the Federal Reserve, go look at two comic books they wrote about 20 years ago called The Road to Ruta and Wishes and Rainbows. They're children's books. Uh, but they do suggest people understand what's going on. They're written like, like the way a hostage would write a note to, to the outside world. So these were Fed, Fed Reserve staff that wrote education materials that you should all have a look at. It's pretty interesting stuff. And like I said, written as hostages, which is why I want to say this. Every time I hear Jerome Powell say the US dollar has nothing to worry about as long as America remains a rules-based rule of law nation, I, I can't stop laughing. I hear a hostage. It's a hostage. He's a lawyer saying that America has to have a rules-based legal order in order to have credible money, which is hilarious. And now that they're doing this, it makes it even better. So he's a hostage. I think he's a hostage. That's what I hear anyway. Yeah, uh, no, I, I think that's great. Uh, Mark, I just brought up some people, uh, so open up the floor. I think we'll start with Cosmo, then we'll go over to Zach, um, and then we'll go over to Gold Leader. So uh, if you have a question, Cosmo, go ahead. Feel free to ask it. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yep. Loud Sounds awesome. great. Uh, this reminds me so much of the reading that I've done around the big obscenity trial for the poem Howl that Allen Ginsberg wrote and which was published by City Lights Books um, in the late 50s, early 60s, I think, uh, by Lawrence Ferlinghetti. And it was basically considered by the government as an obscene poem, but it's an, actually a fucking amazing poem. And so what happened was they held a trial for it. And during the actual trial, the prosecuting lawyer had to read portions of the poem 
to the people in the courtroom as if to say, this is obscene. But what he ended up doing was reading portions that were so beautiful that everybody was like awed by it. And it only like instantiated the poem in the public mind as something beautiful and amazing. And so what I'm thinking about is if the Federal Reserve, if, if the Fed now folks are smart, they'll drop this. They won't do anything about it. But if they decide to like be stupid and take this as far as they can possibly take it, you guys have so many opportunities to read like the words of Satoshi, the words of Bitstein, the words of Nick Zabo, everything, right? Like I, I have a feeling that like the level of psychopathic, fan, like fantastic quotes that you'll be able to bring to bear upon this case will just be like marvelous. Yeah, I love that energy. There's a great opportunity. Absolutely. For sure. Thank you so much, man. Uh, Zach, what's going on? Yeah, hey. Um, no, it's awesome that you guys are kind of standing up for this. Um, and I'm just wondering now with like holiday season approaching, are there going to be any expansions to the current FedNow merch line? Um, or are you guys going to get those hats restocked? Those look pretty sick. Well, I love that question. Uh, thank you for asking that. We are absolutely, uh, as you can imagine, last couple of days, our entire team has been so excited about uh, 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 making new products and apparel and everything will be restocked. Good news is we have a full warehouse. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, we ship out all of our products. Um, we have our own warehouse. We take it very seriously You know, when we have to send out things to addresses. And if you even see when we send out our magazine, it's all cardboard covered so no one even knows you're getting it. So we take that very seriously and we have a big warehouse and we want to be able to use it. So we can't wait to stock up with uh, a lot more products and see that we're going to be uh, uh, pushing out for the next um, um, couple of days and weeks and, and especially in time for uh, Bitcoin Black Friday, which we own the domain. Maybe we should do something with that. Yeah, Gold Leader, uh, if you have a question, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, actually, uh, it's uh, actually kind of related to that. Uh, just before you guys uh, entered into this new marketing plan with Jerome Powell, I was wondering if you guys did any numbers, any kind of projections to see what, what kind of sales you were going to make off this merch. Yeah, that's the ultimate uh, conspiracy here, Gold. Uh, yes, this was actually a, a plan that we we uh, worked with uh, Jerome here to uh, – no, uh, no, I, I don't believe that was the case. I think Shinobi's already started that, uh, that there's some Bitcoiner at the Fed here. Um, no, I, uh, I assure you Just this one? was genuine. Yeah, that we know of, you know. This is fucking awesome. I really can't wait to see some of the, you know, evidence submitted in this trial. Red team, go. Red team, go. I mean, I, I, I guess when we were doing the numbers, I just kept thinking of uh, Powell at a, uh, a a printer machine, but just printing out T-shirts uh, instead of money. I just had that gif in my head. So uh, uh, we did not do any mathematics. We did not. We did not sit there and actually do the numbers as much as I just saw that image. You know, continually repeating. That's an image I'd like to see. Just Powell with a sport jacket on, no tie, just standing there in front of a silk screen machine. We we should get the crypto couple couple to enact the uh, hypothetical business arrangement. That could be some good content for them. That would be great. Uh, Bitcoin or Chris, welcome to the stage. What question do you have for us? Uh, guys, I just wanted to pop up and say congratulations. You must be stoked. Um, I'm looking out for merch, and I have no questions. I just thought you know I should. Uh, 
pop off and wish you all well. So, uh, yeah, onwards and upwards. Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. Larry Fink, uh, he, you are now up on stage. Uh, maybe you're a part-time owner of the Federal Reserve, but love to hear your comments. Uh, what's your question for us, Larry? We're hearing from clients around the world about the need for crypto. I mean, when you think about, I think some of this rally is way beyond the rumor. I think the, the rally today is about a flight to quality with all the, you know, all the issues around the Israeli war now, um, global terrorism, and I think there's more people running into a fight, the quality, whether that is in treasuries, gold, or crypto, depending on how you think about it. And I believe crypto will play that type of role as a flight to quality. That was incredible. That was not planned, but uh, thank you, Larry. That was much appreciated. Watch out. You're going to be getting a cease and desist letter yourself, Larry Fink, Parody. Careful now. Yeah, um, I think we're kind of wrapping up now. I'm not really seeing too many more hands coming up. So uh, I'll kick it over to Mark or Mike if we want to keep going or uh, what, what, what we want to do here. Well, yeah, I mean, I would love to, uh, you know, we got the, the uh, we got Adele here, uh, you know, taking a, um, a sabbatical from a sabbatical into the, uh, the land of the blue checks and, and the, the Twitter uh, WeChat machine. So um, we'd love to, uh, yeah, talk with uh, with Odell a little bit more here while while, while we got him. Um, you know, um, so yeah, man. I mean, what's going on with you? How how how's life over on the uh, on the Noster platform? Is this um, is this uh, any, any uh, movement going on over there in regards to this? Anybody talking about it? So um, I think I think you made a very salient point multiple times uh, in the spaces which is this idea that um, rights, rights are not granted by a government to its people. Uh, it requires people to actually take and defend those rights and for those rights to actually exist. And that's why it's incredibly important that you guys are fighting this case. Um, but, but, but that's why I find it incredibly important uh, to fight back against big tech and where I see Twitter going, unfortunately, um, or X, as it's now called, um, is basically to a privatized social credit score, CBDC type system. And I think it's kind of interesting um, because there's a lot of pushback on CBDCs and social credit scores coming from the U.S. government directly. Um, but it's kind of a clever... I, I, it's... It, like my my concern is is mostly because I think like Elon has what it takes. I think he has what it takes, and he he figured out that if you use soft incentives and engagement and dopamine and the 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 carrot of of providing revenue to people, right? Providing ad revenue, a portion of that ad revenue split, and paying off his big influencers that you can get buy-in for most people that would otherwise be against it. And for a long time, um, Twitter had problems. It always had problems, but I continued to be a power user because I really did not see any real alternative. Um, but now, fortunately, we have Noster. Um, and Noster is this promise of a 
interoperable, open, permissionless, censorship resistant communications protocol um, that can do what Twitter does without relying on permission um, on, on the people that run Twitter and without providing your ID information, without providing KYC information. And it's completely usable with Bitcoin as well. Um, so it has Bitcoin payments integrated. To me, it's this bright new future. And I think people will come around to it over time. I mean, right now it's still quite early. Yeah, for sure. I think it really, you know, goes to, you know, it, it just shows that, you know, we need to make sure we have, uh, you know, a lot of uh, outlets uh, and alternative uh, public squares to be able to post this stuff as we're seeing, you know, very powerful government, private, but government uh, entities, you know, um, you know, taking legal action against small, uh, you know, media companies. Well, not small, but compared to the Federal Reserve, um, you know, so I think it definitely it definitely goes to show that, you know, we need to be really careful about, you know, building the architecture and the infrastructure to, you know, to to uphold free speech, whether that's printing physical magazines, making T-shirts, creating alternative social media and relay systems, working with torrents, doing fun things, you know, there's a lot of stuff that uh, needs to be built and needs to be done because, you know, we, we have to actively sort of flex these rights and, and, and build alternative structures that can't just be, um, you know, shut down at a whim, you know, when the, when the centralized baddies decide that, you know, wrong think is happening. Um, and that's really what is happening here. Um, they're, they're upset that we're criticizing them. Um, that, that to me seems very clear. Um, and, you know, you can fight that uh, by using their channels, which you have to do, but also fight them by using our own channels. Um, so uh, I think uh, great sentiment there, Odell. Super happy to have you here, man. It looks like we got uh, another uh, speaker up here. Do you, do you, you got a uh, question or a comment, Money? Money Moves yep. Markets? Yep. Thank you guys so much for having me. Honestly, uh, I just wanted to pop up here and say thank you very much for, you know, putting the space together. Um, something that was just right along that we were talking about with, uh, you know, the privacy concerns and uh, just like overall control. Um, I actually just attended a, a really great meeting by the Cake Wallet team in downtown um, Chicago last night. And just along those lines of, you know, really not allowing the centralized authorities to like, you know, let us, you know, do what we want to do. Another one of the onboarding processes that we understand with Bitcoin is that it is pseudonymous not anonymous. So this is not a push for Monero, but with Cake Wallet, you can convert between Monero and Bitcoin. And so I believe that that conversion process with the ring signatures can help um, remove, strip away a little bit of that identity that um, uh, purchasers have uh, with that connection to a KYC uh, AML process with a centralized exchange, and then use a ring signature to then um, transfer it to another uh, Bitcoin wallet, actually, because you can uh, create contracts within uh, kick wallet. So that was just something cool. And I just wanted to, uh, you know, put that out there. So thank you. I mean, that, uh, that is a useful tool money, but I just want to point out for anybody listening who might want to do that, that they should be very careful in doing that because the privacy that you can gain from that is completely limited by the liquidity people are swapping between the two. So if there is very low liquidity there, um, it's not going to provide meaningful privacy. So that is something anybody doing something like that should take into account when they're doing it. And, 
And just heads up, uh, you said you were at an event in Chicago. Uh, we got this letter from the uh, Federal Reserve in Chicago. So just watch out. You might They might be in your meetings as well. I was dead serious too. Like like anything you're sending out to the Chicago branch, I will go hand deliver in person. <laughs> I'm going to be dressing up as a newsie outside the New York Federal Reserve, um, trying to sell the magazine issues uh, to people. So I already got my newsie outfit. I'm pumped. Oh, this is so great. <laughs> Hello, John. How's it going? Welcome. All right, Mark. How are you? You're okay? I'm great, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Good to hear from you. How are you doing this morning? Yeah, not bad. This kind of chat popped up on my uh, Twitter feed. I thought it sounded uh, kind of quite important that the uh, Federal Reserve is going to want to sue your magazine. So so, so I'm based in England and... um, is it is it Fed now that's suing you, or the actual central bank, the Federal Reserve? Uh, so we received a letter from the Federal Reserve's Financial Services Deputy General Counsel, uh, represented uh, representing the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, which represents all twelve of the banks in the Federal Reserve System, um, defending the Fed now service image and trademark. Um, but yes, yeah, so. It was a member of the Federal Reserve's Financial Services Deputy General, which is the Deputy General Counsel, representing the Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago, representing all 12 banks. So that's essentially the American Central Bank suing a magazine. Is that right? Yes. 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 I mean, uh, and as far as as far as I know, I think this is this is the first proactive legal action uh, that the Federal Reserve has has ever taken. I mean, do they have like the kind of legal basis to do that? I mean, well, obviously, we we think no. Uh, you know, from uh, you know, this is this is First Amendment protected rights. This is uh, parody. Uh, we are allowed to make commentary uh, on the FedNow system. Um, it's well within our rights to express. Um, is that what you mean, or, or yeah, it just seems like a bit of- like overreach to me. So, so I'm so I'm based in England, as you know. Um, and I think also, as you also know, is that um, I've kind of like conducted some correspondence between well myself personally and like my member of parliament that got escalated to the Treasury in the UK about the development of CBDC, central bank digital currencies. My point is, is that they don't have a in. So I yeah, so I read the Bank of England Act 1998 one Sunday morning and. Um, it's like a central bank doesn't really have the kind of mandate to develop that kind of currency or that kind of money. It's, it's not really what they're there for. And um, when I saw this thing kind of pop up on my timeline about an hour ago or so, whatever, um, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit surprising that they would take that kind of measure or they would like write you a, what, a cease and, they'd written you a cease and desist letter for on making like parodies on the value of the American dollar. Is that about right? For making parody on the FedNow uh, interbank clearing system. Yeah, it just seems a bit kind of yes. overreach. I mean, I'm sure, you get some, I'm, I'm sure you've got decent, good lawyers on your side. I've heard, listened to uh, 
some of some of you guys talking, it just seems a bit ridiculous. Um, but then on the other hand, like, I kind of I know I DM'd you a little while ago. I mean, like if it all goes kind of wrong and they kind of, I mean, the Federal Reserve's coming after you. I mean, that's not to be taken lightly. But I mean, worst case, you could kind of could the magazine move kind of jurisdiction. I mean, if you're based somewhere else, then we're not. We're never going to move jurisdiction. Uh, being based in the U.S., the freedom of speech liberties that we have are extremely important. Um, yeah. And so, uh, uh, we're I, look. We take this very seriously. I want to make sure everyone, you know, we can joke about this. We take this very seriously, but we know we're right. So we have to fight. We have to fight this, whatever the case may be. There's no moving jurisdictions. There's no. There's none of that. Uh, uh, and if this is something they want to. Look, if they're going to come after us for this, they're going to come after us for the content that we create in the next six months and the next year. Um, we'll just have to make sure that we're always smart with how we do this. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're not going to stop. Yeah, well, good luck. Good luck, because um, it just seems a kind of quite a heavy kind of handed kind of way from the Fed Reserve, from your your central bank to kind of. Yeah, it just seems a bit, a bit ridiculous, really. Um, it, yes, it's definitely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, which is why that, uh, you know, we're responding in the way that we did, because it's I mean, this is just a, a very clear uh, flex and an, an intimidation attempt uh, to stifle criticism uh, and parody. That's totally first amendment protected, not to just keep repeating myself. But, you know, this is absolutely an attempt to intimidate um, us into, uh, you know, uh, watering down or diluting our commentary. Uh, and our pushback on these centralizing systems that have caused so much damage, um, you know, to Americans, to the global population, you know, to the working class, you know, these people that are really dealing with very downstream of wishy-washy Federal Reserve and Treasury policy. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're dealing with so much uh, because of that. And now we're, we're seeing the sort of the 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 new founding of the digital Federal Reserve. Um and, you know, FedNow is a really important part of that, of keeping the private capital creation in the banks, in the Fed picked banks. Um, and so, yeah, they, they don't want any criticism of it. And uh, this is sort of unprecedented legal action from them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we think it's absolutely our duty um, to stand up to it um, and say, absolutely not. We will not be silenced or intimidated. Uh, we don't care that you literally have. Uh, you know, the ability to create capital out of nothing, uh, com complete with the treasury, um, you know, we, we will absolutely, uh, you know, look forward to defending our First Amendment protected rights to, to, to free speech in, in both, you know, in the, in the public eye, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of interesting, like, over in the UK, we don't really have a kind of formally kind of defined constitution like you guys do in the US. Like, there isn't a, like a written down constitution. It just kind of, it's just kind of evolved over time. but I find it difficult to imagine that something like the Bank of England would get involved in this kind of action. And that's kind of why it kind of caught my eye when I saw it um, appear on my timeline that um, it sounds like you guys are going to have to, sounds like you guys are going to be involved in a, like a, like not a war, but a kind of, yeah. Um, well, I, don't, anyway, I wish it well, John. Well, well, John. We've been at war. This is uh, this is just uh, you know the next step and next advancement. Um, I appreciate the well wishes, but you know this is uh, this has been going on for a long time. This is a huge part of um, 
you know, the way that, you know, kind of the powers that be mitigate uh, and stifle uh, criticism. Yeah, it's, all, um, it's, it's, is, is, it's, it's almost embarrassing the kind of way that traditional authorities have reacted to Bitcoin, as in it's, um, yeah, well, it's embarrassing, I think. It's kind of just something new has evolved, come up out of almost nowhere. I mean, we can speculate on where it has come from, but um, the way they've reacted to it, you know, to start kind of going down the route of kind of legal actions and cease and desist and all of that kind of thing, it's, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, anyway. It's the Federal Reserve. I mean, like, they're very, they know how powerful they are. Yeah, for sure. This, this yeah. seems like exactly the type of thing that they could do. And once yeah. again, if you if you give a cease and desist, it's a private thing, you expect, you know, you expect we're going to get afraid and say no and walk away, right? And then some lawyer at the Federal Reserve feels good about what they did. But it takes people to say, no, we're not going to back down. No, yeah. that this isn't right. Yeah. Know that we're willing to go the distance. And that's the only way that all of a sudden these things can come to light. Because if we didn't, it would just have been another email between a lawyer and a company and everyone would have been quiet on the other end. Yeah, That's not going to happen to us. And, and, you know, I appreciate it. And I appreciate it. I can hear from your voice the deep concern that you that you have for uh, for us in the confusion. And we are confused, but we're pretty steadfast. So I appreciate that. Thanks for being a supporter. And, um, you know, it, we'll see. Did, you know, I'm sure we'll tell you where we come out at the end of all this. Yeah. yeah. This one last question. Did it did it come out of the blue then? Or was, did, you, did you have any kind of inkling that this was coming or did it just kind of? We received it last week. Uh, the letter of cease and desist and had not seen anything prior. Right. And in fact, I think the Federal Reserve has always gone out of their way not to interact with any of our content, talk to any of our people. Um, but, you know, that's now all changed. That's not, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but that's not really good legal practice in itself, is it? Just to kind of, just like bomb, bomb you with something that you weren't expecting? Well, you know, we'll see. I mean, maybe we win the legal case and then we can take over the money printers and turn them into printing magazines and just use them as a printing press. Right, so yeah. that's, that's kind of our, our game plan. All right. Well, good luck, you guys. Anyway, thanks for listening to me. Thanks. Thank you. Well, I, I just have to say, you guys continue this. I got to get back because I got to get on the phone with some more lawyers. Uh, uh, I just want to say I love and appreciate all of you and thanks for being supporters of us. And uh, uh, see you soon. Yeah, guys, I'm going to drop as well. Keep up the good fight. Uh, massive respect. You have my full support. Fuck the Fed. And uh, beware of Elon. He's coming for your money. Everything. Cheers. Right on. Well, do we want to wrap things up here? Do uh, Does anyone else want to come on up and talk? Um, what are we thinking, guys? Uh, I think we'd take maybe like two more questions and then we'll wrap up. You think that works? Sure. Yeah, of course. If anyone has anything they want to say, come on up. Free speech space, of course. I, I see Yellow down there. He, he's always got a little nugget of wisdom. Speak of the devil, I'm bringing Yellow up as we speak. Uh, but I think Bill is here first. So, Bill, if you have a question, feel free to go first, and then we'll go with Yellow next. Hey, thanks. I really appreciate uh, being able to get printed in your magazine the last couple times here. I think three articles. I, I love what Bitcoin Magazine is doing. Is a 23-year combat vet in the Army. I was a military planner, so operational strategic planning. I left the Army early because I, I, I could no longer be part of what we were doing overseas. But as I look at what's happening now with the Fed and with you, and as a military planner, 
have you, and I'm sure you have, have you spent a lot of time thinking, what is the Fed trying to do here? And not just the superficial first blush, uh, knee-jerk thought, because uh, when I look at adversaries or when I'm planning operations, et cetera, I, I posit that the enemy is much smarter and that they know what they're doing. I, I don't go in initially thinking that the that the enemy is is somewhat dumb or that they're myopic. In this case, we know that the government, in many cases, is such a blundering colossus that they they just bumble around and and really don't think things through really well. However, with the Fed, what do we think that they're doing here? Surely, you would think that right off the bat they wouldn't think that they could win something like this. Do you think that they're just trying to feel out uh, whether you can be intimidated so easily without putting up a fight? Or do you think that there's something more beyond that, uh, another level that they're trying to push to? Because if they're indeed reading your articles, if they're indeed looking at your shop and your merch, you have to think that they would come away with an assessment that, hey, these guys aren't going to lay down. They're not going to roll over. So if we give them a cease and desist, uh, we're going to go into the octagon. We're going to have to take it to the mat. What are your thoughts on that? I think when we did talk earlier about the idea that there is someone inside who would do this on purpose in order to to create an attention-grabbing blunder, because it's the only thing that would make any sense. Like you said, this can't work. It can't work. Like, it's a dumb idea, right? You have to be drunk to think this is a good plan or incompetent or stupid or indeed, like you said, don't, uh, you don't want to underestimate the adversary, but you still have to look at, at what you can get out of this. You have to sort of follow the incentives. And I mean, I, it's either incompetence or uh, an agent inside. I mean, other than that, it can't work. It's too stupid. It's too stupid. But yeah, Bill, I think I think you bring up a good point. I think they absolutely did just assume that we would just pull the merchandise and and just roll over. Uh, but uh, absolutely, that was never an option. Um, <clears throat> I think they maybe picked the wrong people uh, to try to intimidate and try to silence. Um, but yeah, it is a very curious thing. And again, as as far as I can tell, this is the first legal action um, that the Federal Reserve uh, has ever taken uh, against anyone. Um, they've been in about 13 defense cases, uh, but actually taking legal action. Um, I believe this is the first. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty unprecedented. Um, and again, also, you know, I think it's important to, to make the distinction that, you know, they haven't actually taken legal action yet. This is just a cease and desist letter um, <clears throat> with the intention to take action if we didn't pull our stuff down, which I think is probably, uh, again, this is uh, a bit of an assumption, but most likely that's probably the the tactic that they would use. Uh, and maybe they've used that in the past of threatening legal action. And then, you know, most people see the Federal Reserve and and roll over. Um, but uh, yeah, we decided to, um, you know, stand up for our free speech, uh, First Amendment protected rights uh, of parody. And uh, here we are. We'll see what happens. No, yeah, I mean, like, that very well could be just a probing attack, like you said, just to see what the response would be. And so I really appreciate uh, the fight that you're putting up. If I can be of any help whatsoever, please don't hesitate.
Oh, like Bill, if if you you want to write something on this, the door is always open. Like your stuff is very thorough and very insightful uh, on a consistent basis. So if if you have any thoughts or anything you'd like to say on this, the door is open. I'm waiting. Well, absolutely, and my mind is spinning, and I'm figuring out what I can do right now to assist it. With the pen being so much mightier than the sword or the 120 millimeter cannon. So, thank you. Thanks, Bill. Yellow, I think the uh, the stage is yours. Yeah, I just uh, found out. Um, I hope you guys are doing good. I can't believe the Illuminati are suing you guys. Wow. Uh, that's like, I didn't expect that. Like, oh, who's writing this timeline? You know, the story. It's crazy. The fucking Illuminati, man, is suing you. Like, we are all Bitcoin Magazine. Yeah, <laughs> right. Absolutely, Yellow. You are absolutely correct. <laughs> Nuggets of wisdom. In a serious note, um, you got a cease and desist. What is it called? How is it called? It. Yeah, a cease and desist letter. Yep, threatening legal action if we didn't um, remove uh, our FedNow uh, merchandise, um, making fun of the FedNow service. Okay. And uh, I saw I saw the merchandise. It's like, couldn't you like change it? Like, <laughs> but you haven't changed the logo. Like at a, very much like uh, whoever's like uploaded made any kind of t-shirt merchandise through shopify knows that like you gotta change it man <laughs> put, put a watermark or something oh well, i mean it's absolutely not their logo i mean it's a parody of their logo there's uh an i in the in the o um all caps um you know it's it's absolutely a parody but uh i understand what you're saying for sure yeah, but like if we, if we can be serious a little bit, like from their perspective, it's the first time the Federal Reserve is creating any kind of service that is going to reach out directly to the consumers. Uh, they were like a drop back behind the curtain all this time. And now with this service, that fucking logo is going to be everywhere in every phone, in every app, in every tablet. And like people are going to see it. So maybe is this is like all like lawyer shit or some shit like i don't know maybe we're seeing stuff that they're not there i don't know it looks like a decision only a stupid committee could make only a dumb committee of a lawyer exactly. yeah, yeah 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 this is only only people with a too much education could come up with a plan this dumb as I said before, like I don't, I don't believe the Illuminati is suing you guys. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, man. The timeline is crazy. Who knows, right? We got to be thankful. It's great news. Thank you, Simulation God of the great storytelling, to put us front and center. Uh, it's wonderful news. Anyway, be safe, guys. Cheers. Thanks, y'all. Appreciate it. All right, my friends. Well, I think uh, we're going to uh, wrap this up and get to, uh, we get a lot of uh, inquiries and people kind of reaching out about what the hell is going on. And uh, I would like to respond to them. Um, so I think this was probably a good time. Anyone else on stage have any last minute 
things, anything they want to say as we close out? Um, just that we should show proper respect to the head of such a prestigious institution. Um, you know, Jerome Puel is a very important man, and we should take him seriously. It's one way to go about it. I say let's not take let's not and uh, let's push back and you know make sure that we defend uh, you know the next person in line who's trying to get intimidated uh, or or is being intimidated by uh, you know a humongous uh, government institution um, and financial institution. Um, you know it's uh, it, it's our it's our absolute duty to do that. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're going to do that. And, uh, we really appreciate all the support, uh, and kind words and sharing and, um, yeah, we'll see you on the battlefield. See you out there. Thanks so much for uh, hanging out, everybody. Thanks everyone for listening in. Always appreciate the support and we'll catch you guys later. Have a good one, everyone. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship. Bracelets, dead ants, dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss, it's all moss And I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality Teeth stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle Beats, tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served.